You're listening to HD Reality, and this is episode two, Your HD Reality. Knowing the difference between a circumstance and a thought can change your life. Let me show you how and why it's so important to your HD Reality. Welcome to HD Reality with Courtney Cable. As a trained life coach and a member of a Huntington's disease family, I am here to support and empower you. This podcast is dedicated to those affected by HD, including individuals with HD, their spouses, loved ones, and caregivers. Join us as we delve into mental and emotional tools that will equip us to conquer the unique challenges that come with this diagnosis, as together we define our own HD reality. All right, thanks for joining me. Let's jump right in. So the coaching model I use with all my clients is what I learned from Brooke Castillo. It's called the CTFAR model, and it breaks up our experience of the world into five categories, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. So C for circumstances, T for thoughts, F for feelings, A for actions, R for results, CTFAR. So these are the five categories that everything in our lives can fall into. So when we say anything about our lives, we can take that, split it up into pieces, and sort those pieces into these five categories. Everything is going to fit somewhere. And I'm going to go deeper into this whole process and how powerful it can be some other time. But right now I want to pick it apart kind of piece by piece, starting with those first little bits. So circumstances. What are circumstances? They are the facts of the situation. They're indisputable. Everyone would agree. You could prove it in court or you could take a blood test for it. It's like the true hard facts. So what makes something a circumstance? And let's go through some examples. So the phrase, I have a son, is a circumstance. But I have a bad son is not a circumstance because there isn't a blood test that would define your son as bad. And there might possibly be somewhere out there in the world who disagrees with the idea that your son is bad. Let's try another one. It's 100 degrees Fahrenheit outside today. This is a circumstance. But if we changed it to say, it is miserably hot outside today, it's not a circumstance because different people might feel differently about the fact that it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Let's try another one. I love roses. This is not a circumstance because you can't really prove it. The circumstance here might be that you have 10 rose bushes in your front yard, but someone else might have 20 and feel that they really love roses, but you must only just like roses. 10 rose bushes isn't enough to con- for you to be considered someone who loves roses. <laughs> so we can't prove it. So that one would not be a circumstance. So now we kind of know what they are. How do circumstances operate in the world? Like, what do we know about how they work and how do we interact with them? And I want to share three truths about circumstances. The first one is that they are often out of our control. Secondly, they are inherently neutral. And the third and last thing is that they cannot hurt us. So let's go with the first one. I'll explain the first two in this episode and I'll go into more detail on the third in the next episode. So let's first talk about the idea that circumstances are out of our control. Clients who come in for coaching always present me with a problem. And in the beginning, they start out by believing that the problem is that circumstance. There's some circumstance in their life that they believe is the root cause of all of their problems. 
and they believe that if we can just change that circumstance, then they can be happy. But this just isn't true. And for us in the HD community, this is really good news. Because if you come to me because you're struggling and your circumstance is that you have 46 CAG repeats, the only way for me to solve that problem would be to change the CAG repeats if that was true. And I have no idea how to do that. Science hasn't figured it out either, so we would be completely out of luck and you would be resigned to whatever suffering and struggle you have. So this is good news that changing our circumstances isn't the way to change our experience because circumstances aren't in our control. So we don't want something to be responsible for our experience that's out of our control. Second thing, circumstances are inherently neutral. So I'm going to spend more time on this part of it because this was the hardest one for me to wrap my head around at first. Circumstances are neutral because they don't have any emotions tied directly to them. Like I said, this part can be tricky. So I'm going to give you three tools that help me and that will help you when a circumstance doesn't feel neutral. The first one is to remove all the drama. The second one is to isolate the facts. And the third is to look for another perspective. So let's talk about the first tool, removing the drama. When we whittle something down to the bare bone facts, we take off all of the drama around it. And drama is just anything that we surround a fact with that makes it juicy or interesting. If someone made a movie with only facts, it would be unbelievably boring because we would have to take out all of the juicy bits. Even documentaries have some drama in them. They draw conclusions that might be hard to prove, or they add in certain people's opinions of what happened or how something works, and they make observations that might be up for debate. All of that is drama. We have to add drama to life everywhere for it to be interesting. And the reality TV programs understand this very well. So going back to our earlier examples, the bad sun, miserably hot. I love roses. Those all have drama or baggage around them. That baggage is all the stuff we add to the facts that give extra meaning to the circumstance. It's when we take a fact and we add in our opinion or perspective, and all of a sudden it's interesting and meaningful. So in order for a circumstance to be neutral, we have to remove all of the drama. Second tool for neutralizing a circumstance is isolating the facts. Another way to see that a circumstance is neutral is just to simplify it. Combining multiple facts together can sometimes keep a circumstance from feeling neutral. Let's take this phrase for example. My boyfriend said, quote, we should break up on my birthday. So this would technically be a circumstance, but it's grouping together two different facts. There's my boyfriend said we should break up, and there's the other fact that it's my birthday. And just by grouping those true things together, the inherent feelings really start to creep in, and it's hard for that to feel neutral. And the reason that is, is because the two facts are only connected because of the meaning that you have already put on it. And therefore, it makes it impossible to neutralize until we isolate just one of the facts. So drawing the connection and making the associations between facts can create emotionally charged circumstances. Our brains make a specific set of circumstances mean something. But if we isolate it, we can create a scenario where it isn't necessarily negative. So when we are dealing with a circumstance that we think is causing us pain, 
it can be helpful to zoom all the way in and completely isolate it. It might not ever feel positive to us, but we can get it closer to that neutral feeling. And this is why people find mindfulness practices so helpful. It's because it lifts away all of the mess we have bouncing around in our heads and allows us to focus really closely on the here and now without layering it with the past or making it mean something about the future. So the third tool for making circumstances neutral is to look for another perspective. So if you've narrowed your circumstance down to the fact Joe went to prison and that still doesn't feel neutral to you, let's say it feels negative. One thing you can try is to come up with a scenario where it feels positive. Like what if Joe hurt someone close to you? That might feel differently than if Joe is your brother who you think got framed. It's almost like reverse engineering the previous step of isolating the facts. We zoom way in to remove our own story, and then we back out again and add some pretend stories around it to show that this specific fact, this one pinch point, is not what's guaranteeing a particular feeling or overall reaction. One fun way to do this, especially if there is another person in your circumstance, is to change the name or identity of the person. So in Joe went to prison, what if Joe was your friend? It might be harder to see that as neutral. So try replacing his name with something random. Bartholomew went to prison. That can take some of that embedded meaning and emotion out of that original circumstance. This is especially helpful when words are exchanged. So in the circumstance, my mom said this, or my husband said that, those things can be really tender, and it's because of the person who said it. So if we switch those people out for a famous celebrity, it totally changes it. Brad Pitt said this, or Kim Kardashian said that. Try it. It's like magic. It really shows us what's going on in our minds. So those are our three tools for finding ways to see our circumstances a little bit more neutrally. And then the third thing, so circumstances are out of our control, they're neutral, and the third one is that they can't hurt us. This comes by nature of them being neutral. They can't hurt us because they're neutral. But we're going to go into more detail on that in the next episode where we talk about what does hurt us and why that distinguishment is so crucial. We've talked about circumstances in general, but I really want to bring it home so it applies to us in this community. I'm going to apply it to HD, and I know that I need to be delicate, so bear with me. So let's try this circumstance and check it with all of our tools and see how it works. Here's the circumstance. I have the most terrible disease in the world, HD. First off, is it a circumstance? Would everyone agree with it? Most likely a lot of people would agree with that, but there might be some people who disagree. Okay, let's check something else. Is there a blood test for it? There is a test for HD, but there's not a test for whether or not HD is terrible. And there certainly is not a terribility ranking of all the diseases in the world. So in this case, this statement is not a circumstance. But this does not mean that you are wrong to think that. Many people do, and they have their reasons, and I'm totally okay with that. For the sake of definitions here, though, this is not a circumstance. In society, we've been trained to only value facts. So when I say that your thoughts are not facts... The natural instinct is for us to get defensive. If you want to keep your story, you totally can. What we do in coaching is simply to show you your story for what it is and then let you decide if you want to keep it. So how can we tweak that previous statement to make it a circumstance? We can shorten it to, I have HD, 
Is that a circumstance? Yes. We've confirmed that it's a fact. There is a blood test to prove it. And because we haven't added any descriptions or drama around it, it's, it's a solid fact. For the circumstance I have HD, we can also quickly check the next box that is that circumstances are out of our control. Don't think we need to go into much detail here. It's not really in our control whether or not we have HD. But Courtney, you said circumstances are neutral. How in the world can this circumstance be neutral? I'm totally with you. Let's use our tools though. Let's remove the drama, isolate the facts, and look for another perspective and just see what might happen. Bear with me here. So in this circumstance, I have HD, there's not a lot of drama we can clean up around there. It's pretty concise. But sometimes these circumstances still feel emotionally charged even after we've removed all of it. And also, it's pretty isolated. Like I said, it's very concise. But we can still zoom in a little bit and see if that helps neutralize it. Let's change it to, I have 41 CAG repeats. Is that a circumstance? Yes. Is it neutral? Let's look at it through a few different pairs of eyes and see what might happen. So someone with 41 CAG repeats who just got tested and has seven grown children is likely to feel differently than someone with 41 repeats without children whose parent had 50 repeats. So the emotion that might have come up for you when you heard that original phrase, I have 41 CAG repeats, might loosen its grip a little when you see the variety of responses that different people might have to that specific fact. It's okay if it still isn't completely neutral, but do you see how it got a little bit closer? And also just a side note of the importance of zooming in. Notice what happened when we paired the circumstance, I have 41 CAG repeats, with another circumstance, I got my test results yesterday, and another one, I have seven children above the age of 30. Now there's all kinds of mess around that original fact that's really hard to separate out. That's why it can be so important in that step of zooming really closely in. And we can take each of those circumstances individually and try these tools on them to prove to ourselves that that specific circumstance is not what's determining our overall experience. So why does all of this matter? Why go through all of this trouble analyzing situations to separate thoughts from facts and see if we can make those facts feel neutral to us? Remember, making circumstances neutral is not about eliminating all emotion in our lives. Life without emotion would be boring and meaningless. I'm not trying to turn you into robots here. Finding neutral ground to stand on gives us a blank slate to start from as we intentionally create the life we want. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel about the irrefutable, out-of-control, neutral circumstances in your life? Do you want to feel peace? Joy? Contentment? Excitement? Disappointment? Sadness? Anger? Grief? It's important to remember that we don't necessarily want to feel good about everything. That's not only okay, it's good and healthy. If you go through life cheerful as can be, even if you lose your job, your spouse dies, or your home floods, your friends and family would be seriously concerned about you and for good reason. Because there are some facts that might come up in our lives that the only way we could feel good about them or happy about them is if we let go of things that are true to ourselves. Like if someone who I love passes away, the only way I could be happy about that is if I stopped loving them. And I don't want to do that. 
So it's not about being happy about everything that happens. It's about knowing that you have the choice. In the previous episode, I talked about why the way we think about things matters. And it comes down to the fact that the story we tell ourselves becomes the lens through which all of our life gets filtered. This means that any evidence that contradicts our story gets filtered out, and any chances we have to change our story feel less possible to us. If you're having a hard time seeing a circumstance as being neutral and I ask you why, the answer is not going to be a fact. It's going to be another thought every time. It's going to be the story that you're telling yourself about the circumstance. You'll explain to me the story you have for why that circumstance is negative. And that's the part we pick some provable facts out of in order to get started with our work here. But remember that I'm not trying to take your story away from you. So to sum up, circumstances are the facts of the situation. They're indisputable. Everyone would agree. You can prove it in court or take a blood test for it. Three things to keep in mind about circumstances is that they are out of our control, inherently neutral, and they can't hurt us. And three tools that will help when a circumstance doesn't feel neutral is to remove the drama, isolate the facts, and try looking for another perspective. When we are trying to write our own life story, it is critical to simplify the facts, find ways to remove the drama, and take things one circumstance at a time. Then you can start intentionally deciding what you want that fact to mean in your life, how much power you want to give it, and how you want that fact to impact your life. Huntington's disease is the fact. Now write your story. Create your HD reality. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your communities, spreading the benefits of these powerful tools to more people. Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Courtney Cable Coaching for further interaction and access to additional helpful content and resources. I'm actively engaged on both platforms and eagerly await your thoughts on the podcast and any suggestions you have for future topics. If you're interested in personalized support, visit my website to schedule a complimentary mini coaching session, a free consultation call, or to explore my affordable coaching programs designed to meet your needs. Thank you for tuning in to HD Reality, and I look forward to our next conversation.